Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Wednesday, September 30th, 2020. Stand up for your country. Um, we had an amazing night last night. I hope you saw my analysis of the debate right after the debate. Uh, millions of people saw it. Millions. And I think now, BillOReilly.com and all of our venues on radio and TV, I think we are the most powerful news agency on Internet in the world. With that showing last night, it just blew everybody out that so many people would come in to watch it. If you did not see it, if by some chance you went to the networks to watch propaganda and gibberish, <laughs> and I'll prove it, I'll back it up tonight, um, we have it posted, my instant analysis after the debate. But now I've had time to think about what really happened last night, and I can tell you some things with certainty. By the way, we have... Bernie Goldberg, not a big fan of President Trump, coming up. And we have Eric Bolling, who is a big fan of the president. And as we always do, our coverage will be fair, will be smart, and the coverage will be skewed to making your life better. That's what we do here. So the debate was a fiasco. Everybody knows that. Um, it's hard to see any benefit to Donald Trump. I don't think he got any votes from that debate. He didn't lose any. I mean, his people, uh, they want to see him whack Joe Biden around and uh, fight with Chris Wallace. And, and the president did that. But did he really persuade anyone that he's the guy, he's the answer to all of our complicated problems? Not last night. I didn't see it. Joe Biden, he won because he didn't collapse. I mean, that's how low the bar was. Uh, he got through it. He stumbled around and said things that weren't true. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the night, he was standing. That's a victory for Biden. Did he persuade a lot of people? Low information people, maybe. But anybody who really knows what's going on, I don't think they're going to be jumping up and down for Joe Biden. Um, the ratings on the networks were 36% lower for the first debate in 2020 then compared to 2016. That's because people are fleeing the network. You'll see a higher rate on cable and on the internet, like I just said. When you have millions of people watching me, and this is non-corporate media, we answer to no one but you, all right? You, you see the flow out into voices that are honest. Um, Donald Trump will take a hit in the polls uh, in the next seven days or so, Rasmussen is already reporting that uh, he's down. Can he come back? Yeah. I mean, it's not a knockout blow. He wasn't knocked out. And finally, uh, Chris Wallace. Uh, not a good night for Mr. Wallace. I do not believe he was favoring Joe Biden. I, I don't believe that. Um, but Mr. Wallace trapped himself into a situation where he lost control of the debate. And there's no question he did, but it was his own fault. It wasn't Trump's fault because you know what you're going to get. Bellicosity, he's not going to go by the rules. You know what you're going to get with Donald Trump. And certainly Chris Wallace knows. So here's what I learned watching the debate, all right? It was a wash, all right? No big political uh, gain for either of them. If Biden is in front, and I believe he may be by a little, then that's the way it is today, okay? It, it remains that way. Chris Wallace is far too windy with his questions. 
they went on and on. He, he asked the same questions he asked on Fox News Sunday. But with Fox News Sunday, you have one person that's sitting there and you can hone in. You can't do that in a debate. You, ha- you have to ask very precise questions. Let me give you the most vivid example I can give you. COVID. All right. The Democrats are, are actually winning the COVID argument. But the fact of the matter is that on January 30th of this year, when Donald Trump stopped the flights from Wuhan and from China okay, to the United States, Joe Biden said, you're a xenophobe and implied the president was a racist. That's a fact. So why wouldn't Chris Wallace say just what I said? Eight seconds, Mr. Vice President, when the president of the United States stopped the flights from China, you called him a xenophobe and implied he was a racist. Was that a mistake? Bing. That's it. Now, Biden's going to pivot and, and answer all the gobbledygook he wants, but then Wallace can come right back after the two minutes and say, you didn't answer my question, sir. You are listening to a free excerpt from BillOReilly.com's No Spin News broadcast, where you can actually see me. We'll be right back after this message. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its free fall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Okay, so the media is in a tank. Uh, They're actually working with the Biden campaign. There's a question about that. And the Media Research Center did a study just out. So in 2016, when Trump ran around Hillary Clinton, 90% of the um, coverage was negative toward Trump. Now it's 93%. It actually went up. 93% negative toward Trump by the four networks, actually three, CBS, ABC, and NBC. They didn't count Fox. Um, The Media Research Center recorded 389 negative statements about President Trump from August 1st to the 15th of September. 15 negative statements about Biden. We had more negative statements in one show here than all three networks had in a month and a half. All right, you want to have some fun? Media and analysis after the debate on the cables. I'm so happy that many people, millions of people came and watched me and all of that uh, last night. Okay, here's uh, I'm going to give you three sound bites of analysis right after the debate. Go. 
I thought that uh, Joe wasn't sharp. Uh, and the president, I thought, was so forceful at times that I thought he was going to try and eat uh, Joe Biden uh, literally on the stage. There were times during this debate, Wolf, where President Trump's every line, specifically on mail voting, almost every single thing he said during that concluding section of the debate was inaccurate. And he gave a wink and a nod to a racist, Nazi, murderous organization that is now celebrating online. Okay, there's been no murder attached to the Proud Boys. Racist, far right, maybe. I mean, I don't know them. I don't associate with them. I don't research them. But my people researched their arrests less than 10 in three years. Murderous Nazi organization. Murderous? Can't back it up. That's the kind of garbage you get on cable news. So a guy named Jonathan Carl is the chief White House correspondent for ABC News. He's a correspondent, a reporter. Roll it. The debate was a a total mess. Uh, It was a a mess of interruptions, petty insults. I was in touch with some people on the floor uh, who described, who told me they were stunned by what they were seeing transpire on that stage. Uh, Donald Trump came across like a bully. Oh, sure he did. Finally, uh, CNN topped everybody by saying this. Go. I think the president overplayed his hand tonight. here's, here's, Here's what I saw on stage tonight. What I saw was the president who... Uh, and he and you can just hear it by him reciting the things that have happened to him throughout the presidency. This this Durham report, all the things are going on. He feels like he has been mistreated and uh, and by the prior administration. I'm just telling you, but it's not doesn't it make it I, true. OK, so Cooper uh, says that, yeah, all the narcissists and all the psychopaths feel that, but it does not make it true. AT&T pays the salary, and he calls the President of the United States a psychopath. Okay, we have uh, Killing Crazy Horse hitting 250,000 in sales after three weeks. We do hope you check out the book. You will like the book. It's an important book about American history, Killing Crazy Horse, The Merciless Indian Wars in America. Please check that out and make great Christmas gifts. I'll sign them for you and all that. We'll take another a quick break and be back with a final thought. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. All right, final thought of the day is, um, oh, by the way, word of the day, no bilge, B-I-L-G-E, when writing to BillOReilly.com. Look, don't get, don't get angry and upset about politics, please. Don't be like John Cusick, the actor who tweets out that if anybody doesn't agree with him, he's not going to talk to them, he's going to cut them off, and that includes family. Cusick is misguided, to say the least. Uh, Don't do that. Uh, It is an important election. Tomorrow I'm going to tell you why I'm so concerned and get it it right in your zone uh, about why this thing is so important on November 3rd. We'll do that tomorrow. But in the meantime, 
just don't get upset, all right? Don't get angry. That does you no good, and it does the people around you no good. See you tomorrow.